Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, aka the best part about being a dad. Kanye, what's the best part about being a dad? The kids. It is the, 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 the Thursday. <laughs> I was struggling with that one. Yes, it is Thursday, March 4th. Happy, oh my goodness, John. Are you good? Okay, hopefully you're having an absolutely wonderful day. Today was an absolutely amazingly great day. The weather was so gorgeous, so beautiful, so perfect. And, you know, yesterday's episode, I was exhausted. I was tired. I was weak. I was feeble. But let me tell you something. That sleep that I had yesterday night, by far the greatest rest I have ever had since the time I was sleeping in my mother's arms. I have not slept that good in so long. Oh my goodness. I'm talking like, that sleep was deep, bro. It was deep. I woke up. I didn't even know who I was anymore. <laughs> like, like the woke up, the birds were chirping. Sun was shining. Face was feeling good. Body was feeling good. <laughs> So I woke up a whole different person, a whole new man. I went to bed a heretic and woke up a born-again Christian. Like, that's how good that sleep was. <laughs> oh, man, it was great. It was absolutely great. I felt good all day after that one. Like, woke up feeling great. Went to class feeling great. Drove around delivering food feeling great. It's just feeling great. All around feeling great. Like, I was looking at myself in the mirror this morning. I was like, damn, John, you look good this morning. How, how are you going to flex on these niggas today, bro? How are you going to show these people out here today that it's drip or drown? <laughs> oh, man, I was dripping today, though, for real, for real. I really had to, I really had to bust it out on them. Had the, uh, had the Hawaiian shirt, top button open, got like, the collarbone hanging out, you know what I'm saying? You know how it is, you know how it is. You know how it is. Feeling real good. <laughs> oh, man. This is, what, this is what it's like when I... When you get a good rest, I haven't experienced that in so long. <laughs> I forgot what it was like. <laughs> oh, man. But on the topic, actually, on the topic of Drip or Drown, that's actually what we're talking about today. Just a little bit. A little bit. What's incorporated into what we're talking about today. Because since I'm in a uh, such a good mood, such a great uh, mood today, I figured it would be a good time to talk about the first uh, step. Step, you could go off first step. The first thing that I did uh, during quarantine, my first little self-improvement uh, event. What the fuck am I trying to say, man? My first little bit of self-improvement that I did. It was, a, uh, yeah, it was the first step. That's just, I don't know, I've said it three times at this point. <laughs> i said it three times in three different ways with all the same thing. Let's hop into it. Uh, but we're getting into it. Actually, technically, before getting into that the little in-between thing so after my uh little benadryl experience uh, i got a, i got a nasal infection like like the first couple days in the quarantine i got a fucking nasal infection it was the worst too and like i have a feeling a slight feeling that maybe my cocaine use has something to do with it because only my right nostril was like problematic and of course that was my snorting nostril so you know you know you did causation Correlation, perhaps, maybe. But yeah, dude, that's, that fucking sucked. <laughs> it fucking sucked because, like, it was about seven, eight days of dealing with that combined with the fact uh, of dealing with the uh, slight withdrawal symptoms because 
as you know, like that, that was the, the Benadryl experience was like my going away party from uh, from my drug usage, or I guess my going into party of sobriety. <laughs> I guess yeah, you could put it that way. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I definitely had some withdrawal symptoms. Uh, thankfully, well, since I never really did like, I never got into opiates because like opiate withdrawals and alcohol withdrawals are probably the worst uh, withdrawals you can possibly go to. Thankfully, I've never had to experience it, but I was having seen people go through it uh, when I was in detox and rehab and just hearing about it. And yeah, it's uh, that's no fun. <laughs> that's no fun at all. Uh, but I was dealing with uh, just some like the basic stimulant withdrawals where like you just feel down and depressed and tired all the time, bunch of headaches and combine that with the fact that uh the entire right side of my face felt congested because of the stupid nasal infection. It was a couple of days just uh just not fun stuff, man. <laughs> just not fun stuff at all. Actually, also weird thing about my nasal infection. So after like uh it had passed and during the infection as well, I've like been able to smell my nose, like my right nostril. Like it's so strange. <laughs> like when I was uh, when I was younger, I was a curious kid, and I asked my mother why why uh, humans were not able to smell their nose, and of course she did not know the answer to that question. So I had to Google it, and uh, if I remember correctly, the reason why we cannot smell our nose is because our brains ignore the smell of our nose. But if we can smell our nose, that usually means uh, that we're probably sick because there's a bacteria growing on in your nose, and you can smell it because it's most different than your actual nose, so I have no idea what happened <laughs> with, with this nasal infection, but after that, like, I've just been able to smell my nose at various times, it's just so strange, it smells kind of weird, <laughs> like, it's such a strange thing, but yeah, uh, that was like the, the after effects of my nasal infection, uh, but, but after like those eight, seven, eight, nine, yeah, it's about seven, eight or nine days of just uh, going through that whole experience. After it was done, you know, I figured this would be uh, a better, no better time than now to uh, start start doing small improvements, you know, because it's, uh, it's small steps that lead to big improvement. And so the first small step that I did uh, was completely reorganize and redo my bedroom, uh, so like I moved my bed around, uh, got a little desk, got my computer on it, made that into a little, uh, computer desk. I got some, uh, Philips Hughes lights, uh, that I have like controlled by my little Amazon Echo Dot thing because one, voice controlled lights are fucking dope. Like <laughs> no one ever comes to my room. Like that is like my number one rule. Really? I'm not like parents and shit like that. My parents obviously come around whenever they want, but like, I don't like people come to my, to be fair, I don't let people come to my fucking house, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, none of my friends have ever been to my house, like, ever, it is, like, my number one weird thing about me, like, I just do not like people coming to my, actually, Drew has been to my house, obviously, he's my best friend, so, of course, he's had to have been here, he's only been here one time, he's only here for, like, 30 minutes, too, uh, but yeah, I don't know, like, my, my house, more specifically my room, is, like, like my safe space, you know? That's just, like, my, honestly, that's my dojo, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's where I go to be zen, the channel, whatever, I don't fucking know. But it's just, like, yeah, I just feel weird. Not like I feel weird, I just don't like people coming into my room 
foreign people, people that don't live at this house. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter, though, because the, my voice controlled lights, they're impressive to me. And that's what's important. But also another reason why I did that, uh, the Philips Hughes lights are LEDs. So they get really, really bright. And uh, the, the lights built in to like, my, my ceiling fans, my room, they're not as bright. They don't get that bright, as bright as that, because they're fluorescent. And the sun only comes through my window uh, during sunrise, because my window faces the east. And so, after like 11, 12 o'clock, no more sunlight comes through my window. And having like, the kind of gloomy fluorescent lights from the top, uh, even my room like super fucking depressing. Like, <laughs> it was just like a really depressing, depressing environment. And, you know, things like that, like, they affect the way you think. Like, they affect the way you think, the way, the, the way you see yourself, just your emotions in general, like, your environment, especially, like, your room where you're spending most of your time in like that. You know, like, if it's a, if it's a sad, gloomy, depressing environment, it's going to make you sad, gloomy, and more depressed. And so, by brightening up the environment, mixing things up a little bit, you know, just doing something different, uh, that, was, that was just, it helped a little bit. Like, it definitely helped, like, uh, mentally and emotionally, just having a brighter room in general. Uh, because, for one, I was less likely to just, like, cover my head in the blanket and just, like, watch YouTube videos all day long. Uh, because, you know, if your room is brighter, it's brighter. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> but, you know, like, if your room is brighter, you're more likely to be uh, more awake, more alert, all that good jazz. Also, part of, uh, with having the voice-controlled lights is being able to set them a different, like, uh, uh, brightnesses, is that the right word, brightnesses, that sounds kind of weird, <laughs> we're gonna go with the brightnesses, yeah, but I started, like, meditating, I started meditating, like, the mornings, just, like, quick, like, five, ten minutes of meditation, because that's something we used to do in rehab, uh, every single morning, we'd have to meditate, we did group meditation, and, like, meditating is some magical shit, man, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, it, it'll, I don't know, it'll balance you out, like, it'll mellow you out a little bit, like, uh, if you're stressed, uh, I don't know, if you're stressed, uppity, giddy, uh, panicky, anxious, any of that good jazz, try some meditation. Like, uh, go on YouTube and get some meditation music. Or, uh, do guided meditation. That's what we did a lot in rehab was guided meditation. I did that, uh, that's when I did as well. Because I can't stay focused unless someone's telling me what to do. <laughs> so, guided meditation. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. And combine that with the fact that you can change how bright the lights are to create like the right, nice environment. To create a nice, zen environment for my personal dojo. It was just all around good stuff. It really was. You'd be surprised how much, like, just changing up your environment like that. And uh, and just changing that other thing of just uh, meditating in the morning before starting my day. You'd be surprised how much that actually, like, uh, benefits or helps you out. It really does. Uh, but, but then, like, the, the next big overhaul, because really it wasn't, like, a, a big overhaul. I kind of just only changed one thing when it came to this, and that was my wardrobe. Uh, and the biggest thing about, Charlie, you, you, you serious, man. Right when I got into it, you want to do that? Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, but the, the thing that I changed with my wardrobe, uh, was I bought a pair of jeans, for like the first time in like five years at this point. Because like I do not wear jeans. At least I didn't wear jeans at all. And to this day still personally I hate like 
classic colored jeans, like blue jeans. Like, I don't know, like blue jeans are just weird. <laughs> like, you know, like, not like, like they, just, they just look weird on me. Like I just cannot, I cannot get with blue jeans, man. I just really can't. Uh, and also now I wear a lot of black. So like all my jeans, I only have like three pairs of jeans, but they're all black. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, like prior to, uh, to purchasing my first pair of jeans, uh, I pretty much only wore joggers, like only for about a year and a half, two years at that point, I only wore joggers. Uh, and it started after I got kicked out of, uh, ALC, the second college that I went to, I kind of that, because after that, I went through like a pretty heavy, uh, heavy depression phase. Uh, and of course like that led up or led into, uh, the overdose. So, you know, when I was in that heavy depression phase, getting dressed or like, you know, he's dressing decently. Uh, was obviously not my primary focus, and wearing joggers was the easiest way to just like throw clothes on and still look half decent uh, when you go out. And so, after even after you know going to rehab, and doing a lot of stuff, I, that kind of just stuck with me. Wearing joggers, and uh, honestly, like don't get me wrong, I fucking love joggers. Still, they're super duper comfortable, and also it's like I don't exercise at all, but I did play soccer, uh, I had soccer class last semester, and, uh, in the late fall of Georgia, it does tend to get a little bit chilly, and rocking some joggers and playing soccer, you look good, and you feel good doing it, and you're warm, joggers, <laughs> that's, that's my, uh, my joggers, uh, sponsorship right there, get a pair of joggers for yourself, they're great, but, uh, in terms of just, like, going out and doing regular stuff, or just going out and hang out with friends or whatever, something like that, uh, wearing joggers, for me, was just laziness, honestly. It was just, like, me being lazy and not wanting to actually put effort uh, into getting dressed. And, like, that also plays into, like, your mindset and the way you think about yourself. You know, is the way you uh, the way you get dressed, the way you carry yourself like that, you know? And, like, just being lazy with the way I dress, just, like, I just didn't give a shit about any of it, like, uh, and that, it, it, uh, it, portray- it came out also in, like, just, like, the way I carried myself, my self-confidence, all that stuff, it's just, like, I don't know, like, I was bumming, <laughs> that's what it was, I was just bumming, and so, uh, buying a pair of jeans was a pretty big deal for me, <laughs> it really was, like, uh, this was a, a monumentous event, when I got the pair of jeans, I took a picture of myself wearing them, sent it to my sister, and I was like, hey, Joy, guess what? Got my first pair of jeans. She was so proud of me. Like, and you, that made me feel good. Because, <laughs> like, I, don't think, I've, I think I've mentioned it before. This is kind of going to be a little bit off topic. But, like, me and my sister are really, really close. And uh, after she moved out, like, it was kind of weird not having her, like, around all the time. Uh, and, like, so, and we don't, we didn't talk that much when after she moved out. In terms of, like, communicating uh, over phone or phone calls and things like that. But it wasn't like we had moved, uh, grown apart or anything like that. It was just like we both just were doing our own shit. And, you know, we'd, we'd chit-chat every once in a while. I see her every Sunday. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, at this at that time, like, she was, like, uh, my biggest support system when it came to, like, getting sober and getting clean. Because, obviously, I did not tell my parents uh, that I was still using after rehab. Uh, I didn't tell her either that much until towards the end of it. I kind of knew, like, with me and her, like, we don't 
tell our parents each other's business that isn't supposed to be shared with our parents. It just stays between uh, like us two. And so obviously like, I told her about it. And just so she can hold me accountable with like, you know, getting clean, getting sober and all that stuff. And I don't know, like my sister's opinion, I don't know, this is very important to me, okay? <laughs> like, it, it may sound stupid, but like, I don't know, my sister is like, she's one of my most, she's one of like my most favorite, one of my most favorite people, like, breathing at the current moment on the earth. Don't get me wrong, I love my parents, I love my mom and my dad, uh, but my sister, man, she's fucking incredible, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like she has her flaws obviously but to me she's just fucking incredible and so like i don't know whenever my sister says she's proud of me or whatever like it's like i don't know it's like it's like, it's like think of who, like whoever you look up to telling you that they're proud of you multiply that by like three that's what it's like when my sister says she's proud of me and so her saying she's proud of me because i bought like you know because i you know worked, bought the jeans and also, like, cleaned up my room and, like, getting shit, you know, on track and getting sober. Like, that was just, that was amazing, okay? <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, but, yeah, the jeans, the jeans did make a difference, actually. Because, it's so, so like, when it comes to my sense of style and my, my style, uh, I don't really go out and go shopping or buy clothes. I really haven't bought uh, clothing in a couple years, aside from like the jeans that I bought last year, uh, so what I really do is I just like mix and match stuff that I already have, and to, you know to kind of create a little something different, because like you just don't need to buy a bunch of new shirts when you can just like mix and match shirts and color combinations with hats, and then on top of that, the fact that I have so many pairs of bands, like you can match it with anything. You can always spice it up. I don't know. Like, I just like ever since. Really, ever since buying the jeans, I've just had a lot more fun just getting dressed in the morning, honestly. And it's like, having fun getting dressed in the morning, it leads on to like, just, I don't know, just having more confidence in myself and just like going out and stepping out in more confidence. Like, don't get me wrong, I didn't become some like, you know, some fucking savant, like, <laughs> like you know, extrovert, extrovert, chit-chatty boy. Nah, I wasn't none of that stuff. I was still a John, <laughs> you know? This is just a lot of external change. But like, but like, you know, that, that just, just feeling good about yourself when you're leaving the house. I don't know. It's a small, it's the small victories that just like, that make you feel good. You know, it's the small victories that like, that, that make you, that, that give you encouragement or that encourage you to continue improving yourself. You know, just the fact that like I woke up, you know, every day or whatever and when, you know, leaving the house, you know, just putting on a pair of jeans and, you know, brushing my hair and brushing my teeth. Like, those are small things. But, like, when I was going through it, those are things that I never did. Like, I would go days without brushing my teeth just laying in bed. Or, you know, my hair would just become an absolute jungle mess. And I always wear fucking joggers because I was lazy. So, it's like, yeah, those three things are kind of small. But in the grand scheme of things, for me, those are, like, really big things. You know? And just, like... Uh, knowing that I did those things, even if I get nothing else done today, at least I did something. Like I got my day started. That's better than I was doing before. And just like doing that consistently, I don't know, kind of like just encourages you to keep going and keep doing better. It encourages you to like not give up when shit gets hard. Because like that's the biggest thing when it comes to sobriety is uh, dealing with hardship. 
Because for the most part, or for many people, uh, they use when shit gets bad. That's like the, how they cope with stuff going on. And when you've done that for a while, uh, when you get sober, when something bad happens, you, like your first instinct is to go back to using it. Because that's, that's what you know, if you know what I mean. Like your brain already knows that like, okay, if I'm feeling pain emotionally, I can go, you know, use X, Y, and Z. and It'll go away for a little bit. And like, it's, it's, it takes a while for you to convince or to retrain yourself to not resort back to using when shit gets bad. And it was, it was the small victory. It was having, you know, all these small victories that when shit got bad, it was like, yeah, I still wanted to use. I still wanted to go back to using, but it was like, I can now tell myself, it's like, Hey, you don't have to get like, you don't have to give up or you don't have to go back to using. You can like stay strong and like just tough it out and figure out a different way of getting around it because look at you like you've you've been doing so good so far you know it's it's just stuff like that if that makes sense and so like yeah just you know reorganizing my bedroom and changing the way i dressed may seem like pretty small things but when it came to like me bettering myself and becoming a better person there were pretty there were pretty big first steps uh into charlie are you fucking kidding me still bro still he still does this, man. <laughs> but yeah, those were pretty big, uh, pretty big first steps into that whole journey that we're gonna continue getting into tomorrow. Yep, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, honestly, when it comes to this, this whole March stuff, I at the current moment and going at going at it day by day because I have so much fucking shit I have to do right now. Oh man. It's craziness. It's all craziness. But that is where we're going to wrap up today's episode. Hopefully, uh, wait, no, that's not the right thing to say right now. Uh, if you enjoyed <laughs> this episode, if you enjoyed this podcast, give it a like, good follow, good rating, all that good jazz. Let me know that you like it. Uh, of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things. If you want to follow me on social media, it is at guy without a hat on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, besides that, that's all I have for you today. Of course, 8 a.m. tomorrow, same time, same place, every single day. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. I hope that, you know, I hope that you, if not already, become more comfortable with yourself. Fall in love with yourself again. Or fall in love with yourself for the first time. If you've never done it before. Change something small. Change your bedroom. Open the windows up in the morning. Let the sun in. Uh, wake up on the... <laughs> That's a stupid fucking joke. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, understand. Understand. That you, you're strong. You're a strong person. Despite the fact it may not seem like that sometimes. Despite the fact... Of what, despite, not despite the fact, despite what other people may tell you, and despite what life may tell you, and what your brain may tell you, understand, you are a strong person. So stay strong, hang in there, whatever you're going through, you fucking got this, trust me, trust me, and uh, make sure that you stay dripping, because if you don't drip, you're gonna drown, it's drip or drown out here, baby, drip or drown. <laughs> Alright, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.